Welcome to Money is Not Evil podcast, where you will learn all about the good money can do for you. We all know knowledge is power, so learn now and then earn. Enjoy. If you don't have more money coming in, whether it's an individual or a business, you cannot save more money and you will never have money to invest. I want to help you in this webinar, show you how to increase your income, how to find customers that will pay you more money. I want to invite you to come to my How to Increase Your Income webinar. This is the most important thing I've done in my entire career. Who does the best webinars in the world? Grant Cardone does, and everybody knows it. Guys, welcome to Power Players. Guess who I have with me today? Italiano, first of all. That means this dude's good. You've seen him on late night TV. You've seen him with Larry King. You've probably seen him with Tony, dude. The guy's dominated uh, TV for years. Spent What were you spending on TV? About a million a week. A million dollars a week, man. I got a new inspiration going on. So, Dean Gracios. Good to be here. Graziosi. Yeah. Graziosi. Graziosi. I should know this better than anybody because I'm Italian. Great to have you here, man. Good to big, be here, big, man. big admirer of what you do. And same so, here. Same here. You're doing a great job. Yeah, thanks. So, what, what are you doing today? What is Dean doing today? Because I just remember the late night dude in the car talking about real, something <laughs> yeah. about real estate. I didn't yeah. quite understand what the pitch was. Yeah, it's, uh, so what we've really done is taught people who've been dying about to get in real estate their whole lives or thought about it and didn't have an access, uh-huh. didn't have an entry point. So we've evolved now. We have multiple masterminds. We have masterminds all the way up to 100 grand a year on the highest level. Um, but really what we've done, you know, what I've done over 20 years is teach the average person how to get into real estate, doing single family homes. Yeah. I love what you do with multi-units. I own multi-units. Yeah. But a lot of people just want to buy one house a month or six a year. And that's what we did. So <laughs> Why it, would know, anybody want to do that though? What's that? Why would anybody want to do that? Well, because like, you, you know, think <coughs> about where you are, right? Think uh-huh. of the natural evolution. No, but people, I did the one house. I yeah, did no, the one house. But that's where you started, right? And yeah. a lot of people do want to start. Right. They want right. to flip. I mean, right now, Realty Track says the average flip in America is 60 grand a house. 
-huh. So a person who's making 80, 90 grand a year flips one extra house a year, makes 40, 50, 60 grand. That's a, that's a big shot in the arm for them. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And you get some players that just want to do two houses a year for the rest of their life and we support them. Yeah. And then you get the players. You, got, you know you got your guys. I watch them. They're amazing what you've done for them. You just sparked. You gave them the spark and the tools and then yeah, they freaking yeah. take off, yeah, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so we've gotten, you know, we got our players that want to flip one a month, one a year, and some that want to flip. 40 a month. Yeah, right. You know, right, so we right. facilitate and help educate them along the way. So let's go back to how, yeah. how'd you get on this path then? Who, uh, you know, who'd you start out I, as a little guy, right? Uh, yeah. Um, you didn't come you out know, and start out in infomercials at the age of no, six. No, hell no. I, uh, in high school, 15, I, uh, I started cutting firewood. Mm -hmm. So I'd hustle firewood, had the well, football Up team, in New York? Upstate New York, uh -huh. yeah. So I'd, then I was, I was double dipping. I learned how to double dip really quick. I was, it was a time when real estate was booming. So I'd charge people to clear their lot. And then I take that wood, split it, and sell it, and sell firewood. But then I got in the cars. My dad was in a collision shop, so I, uh, I, um, I started fixing cars. And then I started. Then I had an auto sale. Started selling. Brothers, cars. sisters, sister, a little bit older, uh -huh. four years older. Yeah. And. Uh, and your dad, your dad was a hustler. Or yeah, he was a hustler. Middle class. Yeah, kind lower of middle, lower middle class uh -huh. hustler. Worked yeah. his ass off. Just right. didn't know how to get momentum. Right, right. You know, kind of. He was born during the depression, so he had that do it himself. Never yeah. used a bank. Right. Don't hire anybody to mow your lawn. He'd mow his lawn. You know, he'd work all weekend when he could be out hustling something else. Uh -huh. Right. So I kind of noticed those little traits at a young age, and and just started getting momentum. I mean, you know, you know the story of every entrepreneur. I failed miserably a bunch of times. Yeah. You know, my dad went through a divorce. I, I didn't go to college. Uh, this is a story you, I just you told. Re regret not going? No, hell no. Okay. Hell no. Um, all but my I buddies did that didn't go, all my buddies that didn't go were like, yeah, I should have gone there. Too. Like Rocco, the kid that was used in the restroom in there. His dad's telling him to go. I'm like, I said to his dad, I said, you didn't go. Yeah. He's like, yeah, but he should go. I said, well, how would you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, why, well, you what? know, somebody said you missed the party experience, but I was hustling by then making money. I used yeah. to go visit colleges and have, a, have fun. Yeah, I just yeah. went to work the yeah, next day. Yeah. But, you know, like two years out of school, I was working with my dad in his collision shop. He went through a, 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 like his third divorce, which was tough for him, and he just checked out of life. Mm -hmm. He's like, I'm giving up on the collision shop. I'm giving up on my house. I'm gone. And he disappeared. So I, Physically I, left? Yeah, physically left. Uh -huh. He ended up... I mean, how old were you? I was probably 20... 21 or 22. Still still at home? Still, no, I had a little apartment. Okay. I, by then, I already I bought my first apartment house, and I okay. remodeled one apartment at a time. I was living in one of my own apartments. So I had a 10-unit apartment house. Uh -huh. And uh, so he left. He closed the collision shop. I moved all the tools out. I, moved, I mean, just told this story at, at Tony's event two days ago. Uh, I moved the tools out, and there was a little barn on this 10-unit this apartment house. There was an old garage in the back. I put a wood stove in it. I put the tools and the compressor and I started working on cars one at a time. And, and one of the things I think, because I watch you talk about this too, and, and really your, your, your transparency helps more people than you probably oh, realize, thanks, dude. Man. I mean it. Um, I, have an, like I, I obsess on seeing who's really making an impact, and you yeah, are. Yeah, thanks. And, but, so I remember at that moment, and maybe somebody watching you were there, or maybe you're there now, but I was embarrassed as shit. My father let the shop go. I move in this old beat up garage. In fact, I think it's in that, we had a picture. I just found this picture the other day. Uh -huh. That's why I'm talking about it. And, uh, um, not that I need it now. It's all right. Um, I want to see it. Though. All right. Yeah. Now I'm, now I'm down to see it. Yeah. So I move in this freaking garage. All my friends are off in college. Oh, wow. I worked on one car at a time out of that garage with a, with a freaking wood stove. And, uh, I, it was like it was one of those moments where you're like, is this as good a life? Like maybe I yeah, should have went to yeah. college. I, I'm not yeah, that yeah, smart. Yeah, 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 you know, I want to. Yeah. And, and I remember because my mom worked a couple of jobs to make nothing. You know, ninety bucks a week. No, show, like, show it, show it, Johnny. Show, that's what I want. That's why yeah. I gave it back to you. Johnny. Yeah, that's, that's the actual. Think, Johnny. Yeah, that's Johnny, the actual. Come on, man. <laughs> you don't have to go to college. Let's see, can you uh -oh. see it? Oh yeah. 
Here, oh, see. you did? You went to college, Johnny? Yeah. See, proof right there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you don't have to go to college. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's so, awesome, uh, dude. Yeah, so... Now, now, what is that picture of? That was a picture in 98 I took of... When I did my first infomercial, I took a picture by that garage, uh -huh. right? But I worked out of that barn, and then I went back and uh, started hustling one car at a time. Just had a different mindset. Started following people in my little town that had money, and it was... It was Joey Noto and Dominic Afuso. Everybody in my town was Italian. Uh -huh. I grew up, I thought everybody was Italian. And I started modeling. Everybody is Italian, man. Yeah, exactly. I want to be. Everybody's Italian. So I started hustling more cars, and then the collision shop my dad lost. I went to the lady, it was Mary Lopresti, and uh, through, you know, knowing how to persuade, but I did it in the right way. I got her to sell me the building with no money down. I moved back in it. I called it Dean Collision Center and Dean Auto Sales, and I started hustling cars. Hustling, fixing cars, and then I just started doing real estate at night, and I got one apartment, five apartments, twenty apartments, forty apartments. So, dude, what, what, like, when, when did the, you know, little seven, six, seven, eight-year-old yeah. Dean? Yeah. Did he have that kind of like thing going on? Did yeah. He? Yeah, you know, I, you know, it, it doesn't matter what drives you. Like, whatever drives you. If you're in a painful place right now, let the pain drive you. You know mm -hmm. this, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, but people think like. My pain was watching my mom struggle. Like we lived in a trailer park, and my yeah, mom would yeah, come home yeah. at nine o'clock every night. I missed her. Yeah, and then yeah, she'd come yeah. home. She cut. She she cut hair, so she'd stand up all day, and at night she'd go clean houses. Yeah. So she came home. She was wiped out. So yeah, my inspiration yeah. at seven to seventeen was freaking retiring my mom, which yeah, I did totally, by twenty five. I totally understand that. I retired her when I was 25, 26 years old. Uh, took care of my grandma too. So that was my motivation. And then all of a sudden you get that out of the way and you find a new one. And you find, you know, yeah, sometimes yeah. you're running away from pain. Sometimes you want to run towards that, you know, the next jet. You know, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. it all, whatever inspires you, you just got to use that as momentum. So I think the seven-year-old was just someone that wanted to have like control. Yeah. You know, and then, and my parents, they, they were really good at. Uh, were, were they struggling? I mean, you could you see the struggle yeah, with the yeah. money? Yeah. yeah. Even, know, even, I, I even before 10. Yeah. And, and you know what? It wasn't, when you're in it, you don't really know anything different. I didn't uh -huh. know a better life. I just know that they always worried about it. Yeah. And we were always moving and we'd yeah. move out of a place yeah. and do it. And they weren't able to come to my games. Kids know everything, show. dude. They kids. do. Like, I, I my, just my, my kids know it. They, they, they're picking up everything. Why, why, why were you guys arguing? Yeah, exactly. You know, they I'm get like, it. oh, I didn't, know you, I didn't even know you heard us. Yeah, everything's okay. Did they're you see like, me no, hit her? I didn't. didn't, didn't yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know, but they pick it all up, yeah. right? Yeah, for sure. So I, I grabbed all that and I just saw that their biggest worry was money. I mean, money, I've been obsessed with wanting to be an entrepreneur since little because I just wanted to get money out of the way. Uh -huh. Like if I could, if I gave my mom money, she could be better. She'd quit smoking. I remember thinking, it, I'm not shitting you, nine years old. If I hated that my mom smoked. Mm -hmm. And I said, man, if I could get money out of the way, she won't stress about money. She won't have to work so hard. She won't She'll be, stop smoking. You thought she was stressing out and yeah, used the, the, the exactly. cigarette. And I, that, probably you said it was probably nine or 10. And I knew yeah. for a fact, if yeah. I get money out of the way, I could stop her from smoking. Yeah. So that, See, I always knew that I, I'd watch my dad. My dad had control, yeah, and he also had the money. So I, I thought, oh, whoever has the money, got the decides where we go, decides what we buy, and decides <laughs> how long we stay. And that's what I, I didn't yeah. want the money. I wanted the control. control. It's funny you say it because I, I go through this exercise in my book of this, this seven levels deep to figure out why the hell you do anything you do. And when I went through it for the first time ten years ago, it was I wanted to be in control mm -hmm. because my parents got married nine times when I was a kid. I moved 20 times by the time I was 19, different stepbrothers, stepsisters. Shit was never in control. So I'd, I'd move into a new neighborhood with a cul-de-sac. My stepdad buy me a bike. I liked my stepdad. Good dude. New school. Feel great and come home. Mom says we're leaving. It's like, I didn't like that shit. It's like, I, the way I live now, I don't want anybody to tell me where to live, where to park, how to dress, how to talk, when I show up. When, like, yeah, yeah. And, and not because I'm a control freak. It's just I was so out of control as a kid yeah. that that's my driving force. Well, are, like, are, are you want, a control freak? Nah. Not really. Not too I, bad. I, am, I mean, I if, you ask, if you ask Jeremy, you might say Jeremy, different. Jeremy, is he a control freak? <laughs> Not too bad. 
Dude, that's I, okay. I'm, I'm definitely a control freak. I love control. I, because I tried the out of control thing. It doesn't work so well. It's terrible. <laughs> it's awful. So all you guys out there, I hate control freaks because you don't have any control. Hey, exactly. but you got control. You got control to stay right there. Give me one minute. We're going to come back with Dean. He's going to talk about how he got on TV and started spending a million bucks a week. Was getting a degree in college not all it was cracked up to be? Has getting a degree let you down? Four years of learning skills that don't make you any money. Promotions, raise, your paycheck. Sales is the key. Sales can open the door to all of these things. Are you ready to invest in your future? Let Cardone University open the door to your future. Grant Cardone has now made accessible years of experience into a comprehensive system that encapsulates proven techniques into an online platform. Accessible 24-7. Learn at your own pace. Look, if you're a professional and are required to take continuing education courses, my award-winning training have been approved for your continuing education credits by some of the largest accrediting bodies in the world today. Take the step onto a new level. Achieve the goals you set for yourself and surpass all of your expectations. Go to CardoneUniversity.com and join those who have gone before you through the door of success and claim the prosperity you deserve. Cardone University. Hey, welcome back to Power Players. This cat, okay, I thought I sold a lot of books. He sold a million copies of one book. Yeah. yeah that's a lot of copies. Yeah. Now, you gave those away? You no, sold, sold them? You collected money that, for yeah, them? Yeah, we sold about 250000 in bookstores and about uh-huh. 750000 on TV. So, okay, so you're, you're I, I, we're going to get there. Yeah, we're wherever you want. I got, I got to, so, so talk to, you, you stumbled into the real estate game, yeah. and you stumbled in really to the no money down thing. I did. Yeah, stumbled out of desperation. Yeah, it's a desperation. So, so, you know, we all have different, you know, entry points. So mine was, I, I never want to forget what it felt like to think, man, there's no hope. Uh-huh. Like the worst feeling in this world, even so many amazing, you know, people that follow you, they, they're, they're dying, they're, they're living through your eyes as their inspiration and they need it. They need more guidance, not just to, it's not when people say, yeah, you, you're showing what you do and all your success. It's like, man, that's the motivation. People need it to get out of their own way. Right. So, I mean, I, I love what you do. I mean, you, you, you'll, you probably, you know it, but you really don't know how many people's lives you're touching. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've been doing yeah. this for 20 years. Uh-huh. You know, we've been on TV doing this for 20 years and the momentum builds. And now I'm like, I'll find people that are second generation that are kicking ass. But yeah, uh, what was the question again? Because I digressed. No, the question was, uh, oh, yeah, you stumbled in. Yeah, really, yeah, you, yeah. it sounds like what you told me. Yeah. You stumbled into the to the flipping the cars, yeah, I did. fixing the cars, and then into buying your dad's business yeah. back with no money down. Yep. So I got that, that, was the, that was the gig on yeah. TV. It was no money yeah, down. How to buy exactly. a house the no first money one, down. The first one was no money down because my yeah. first, probably, Everybody my likes first that 10 idea. deals, yeah. my first 10 deals, I bet you eight of them were no money down. Uh-huh. And I, I had, a, and I teach this, I taught it 15, 20 years ago. Was, I mean, I knocked on a thousand doors. I just never gave up until I met someone that was in this place where they didn't have any, they didn't know any money. Some Mary Lepresti was a sweet old lady and uh-huh. she cooked me Italian meals on Sunday and I just took care of her and I always took care, helped her move to Florida. So I just found all these different ways to cut deals up and then, and then uh, in my mid-20s, I started buying raw land because I was about an hour north of the city, mm-hmm. hour and 20 minutes north of the city. And what happened was the ring of New York City commuters, they'd go to Westchester and get a shitty little house for 700 grand. 
if they drove another half hour to my little town of Marlboro, get the same house for 200. Uh -huh. So all of a sudden, lots in my town went from 15 grand an acre to about 70. Wow. And I just started locking up farm property. Uh -huh. So I'd, I'd go around to the farmers, we'd talk, we'd, have, we'd communicate. I'm like, there's a lot of people you could sell to, but I'm from this town. I'm a hustler, I'll take care of you, I'll give you yeah. a piece of the back end. So I started locking up farmland and grape vineyards, and I hit that, I just, I hit this. I hit this timing. Oh, yeah, and I'd love to say I timed it. It just happened to be the time I was yeah, doing yeah, it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got the momentum and I started subdividing lots and I think I did my first million dollar deal at 26, 27. I did a I bought a 30-acre piece of property and subdivided did lot line revisions, subdivided the middle and did about a million so, bucks. So, so do why not why not put all the attention on that? rather than the books and the TV commercial. Why I not do. just become a super freaking developer? Yeah, well, I still know? do. I own hundreds and hundreds of houses. I had 2,000 of them when the market crashed. Okay. But I've been selling them off. Yeah. But yeah, I still do real estate every single day. I have a whole real estate division. Um, you know you know what it's like. I, I'm transitioning. I want to do more of what you do, if you want to be honest, because I had, I had 2,200 single-family homes at once. Wow. And... Uh, which is was amazing because the ROI is great, but the, yeah. the maintenance is tough, yeah. man. No matter how hard that we business were, is no matter how twenty two hundred closings, twenty two hundred loans, twenty exactly, exactly, and it was again ROI was great. Yeah, uh, but but headache is too much complexity. Yeah, yeah. So and it's perfect timing. I, I bought them in 07 to 10 uh -huh. and I'm selling them the last two years. I've, I've you sell them as bulk, or do you sell them one I'll at a time? Sometimes I'll sell ten to fifty at a bulk. Uh -huh. We we piece one or two off, so we're we're down to about three hundred and fifty houses. So I'll be out of those by the next 12 yeah. months. Yeah. Okay, so let's, then how, how do you transition in the book? Like what, what was the first step into like, I want to help people yeah. and make money helping people and yeah, no, it's build great, my audience great helping question. people? Yeah. It's a really easy answer. It was Tony Robbins. I bought his course and it made a massive impact on my life. Mm -hmm. Like huge. I was already in business, already hustling, but just, you know, you almost, sometimes you only need one little shift. If you look back at your life, it wasn't the hundreds of things. It's just, yeah, you made yeah. a left instead of a right, and everything was different forever. Right. So I good, good or bad. Yeah, good or bad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, I bought Tony's course, and I just remember thinking, wow, if this guy wasn't good at selling me, mm -hmm. I wouldn't have got it. I wouldn't have got it. So like, right. sales to me have always been the greatest thing in the history of the world. Tony didn't get my freaking credit card. Yeah, I yeah. might still be hustling cars at that collision shop in right. Marlboro. So right, right. when he did, I just put a spark on me. I, I, I did, I did nothing before the infomercial. It wasn't like I wrote a book and then I did direct mail and I did sales. I saw Tony on TV. I freaking took every dollar I had at 27, 28 years old. I did my first infomercial, went on the air uh, 2018, 20 years ago. But 2017, or, or 1998 is when I did it. Um, I sold everything. I, I, I put together about a hundred grand. I filmed an infomercial. I had no. So, so what did, did you? You called somebody and said, "Hey, I want to get on TV." Yeah, and and uh -huh. here's the crazy part. I was so naive to direct response or branding or any of that that um, I uh, I found a local production company and I just I obsessed over Tony's infomercial and there was a couple other ones out and I just I he, said, he was selling the, uh, the the CD the, yeah the big CD yeah, yeah, kit yeah right yep. But the personal power. Personal thing. power. Yeah, right, I was trying right. to think of the name. Yeah, the personal power. So two forty nine. What's that? It was two hundred forty nine dollars yep. or something. Yeah. So um, I put together a package of my first infomercials called Motor Millions. I taught people how to flip cars because uh -huh. when I didn't have money, I would run ads for people. When somebody go to trade in their car and they get a way low offer and they're pissed off, so I used to run ads in the classified saying, "Did you get You'll a low offer and you're yeah, pissed? Yeah. Let me sell it for you." Uh -huh. And then I just make a list of all, and then I'd hustle them, and I'd make a match in the middle, right? Pick I'd up make, the seven hundred yeah. bucks. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Seven hundred bucks, a thousand if it was you, a good you, day. Did you need a car dealer license? In I New did. York? I, you uh -huh. didn't need one to do that, but I got a car dealer's license. Uh -huh. 
um, so I was I was hustling cars, and that was you know end up bringing, bringing me a couple grand, three four grand a month extra while I was doing all the other stuff. So my first course was Motor Millions. Um, it's funny I spent all this money. I had a big crew come to my house because I went from that little three hundred square foot apartment, and I, I literally built the biggest house in my town in Marlboro, New York. First house ever, you know. Now I look back, it was a seven hundred thousand dollar house, but there was nothing yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. So I come to my front yard. I had, I had two Porsches at the time, and you know, all this from cars and real estate, right? Nothing. I never sold one bit of information in my life. And the whole crew comes. They set it up. I get dressed up. You know, I thought I was dressed up. And I get in the front yard. They hit play. I just thought I was gonna be able to talk to the camera. Freaking went completely cotton mouth. My uh -huh. tongue stuck to the roof of my yeah, mouth. Yeah. Couldn't say a word. And I remember being in the bathroom like. What the fuck? You like you're letting everybody, you're letting yourself down. Come on, we can do yeah, this. Yeah, we can do yeah, this. Yeah, and I yeah. couldn't. I had to send the crew home. They came back the next day, and I wow. filmed it. I filmed it the next day. Got through it, and the show hit. And uh -huh. I had well, here, I I back up. That sounds too easy. I filmed the show and got done with it. Had zero idea what to do with it. Like now I got an info. So what were you pitching? What were you pitching to this? A fifty-nine dollar course on how okay. to how to okay. wholesale cars. Uh -huh. How to match buyers and sellers and wholesale cars. And then I, I taught them how to rehab it, how to make it, how to make trash to treasure, and how we rehab cars. You, an hour trash and a half to, to make, treasures. Make a car look like a million bucks. You know, I, I listed every classified ad in the entire country. So if it was in your area, you didn't have to look it up. That's how mm -hmm. long ago it was. It was less online, more classified wow. ads. So the course started selling like crazy. But before that, I literally did not know how to get on camera. That's how I ended up in Phoenix. I was just going all over trying to find media buyers. And I'm like, well, what do you do next? What do you, you know? When you got to figure stuff out, you figure it out. Yeah, yeah. So we got on TV and started getting momentum, and then in 2000, maybe three, I did a course called "Think a Little Different" uh, to real estate profits, and that course really set me in the real estate space. And it was just simple, you know, how to get in, get in your first deal. So what was the challenge with buying buying like, you know, I I talked to uh, who was the dude that he's done a bunch of infomercials. He was a shark. Uh, Kevin Harrington. Yeah, he yeah. was here. And he's like, hey, infomercials are dead. And as soon as he heard it, it rung to me, I, I don't believe it's dead. It's not true. Yeah, so yeah. talk about it. I mean, right now, we're just ramping up. Not that, I don't want to just equate everything to money, but we're just ramping up with my new infomercial right now. Uh -huh. We're six months in, and we're doing million two, million three a week, and we're only six months in. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll, we'll be double that within six months. We'll be double that, doing it right and smart. Mm -hmm. Infomercials work. Um, it's you know it's like saying planes don't fly. Yeah, you don't, yeah. If a plane crashes, you don't go, oh man, the aerodynamics are bad. It's like something went wrong. Yeah, like when yeah. someone says Facebook doesn't work, social mm -hmm. media doesn't work, TV, direct mail. It's like no, could, could it be just a, don't work. It. Yeah, yeah. You got yeah. the wrong message, yeah. the wrong audience. Right, right, <laughs> I don't want right. to oversimplify it. Yeah, right? because people are on TV. Yeah, exactly. And and the and the exact demographic that really love my stuff are still on TV. Mm -hmm. You know, um, so I mean, don't get me wrong. I, social media has been great to us. We've we've sold. 250,000 books so far just on Facebook. Wow. It's amazing. Like, wow. like that, that used to take me, that was, that was a complex process to do that on TV. Now it's a book funnel, uh -huh. you know? Right. Um, so I, I love, I, I'm, I'm really having fun spending more time on social so media. So when we come back, yeah. let's talk about how social media is similar to TV. Yeah. What happens to TV? And, and then, and, I, and I'd love to learn more about your funnels and yeah. how you take a $59. Whatever can serve, this, serve you guys. We'll these it. guys, these guys, these guys want to make some money out here. Okay? Let's my, get my people, by the way, you don't have to ever apologize to my audience about money. Okay. <laughs> I try to encourage them to talk about it constantly and, and a you lot. Should. Okay. Because money solves See, problems. <laughs> it solves it, it, if you're gonna have drama in your life, don't don't let don't let it be finances. 
There's plenty of other drama. Exactly. Uh, stay with us. We'll be right back on Power Players. My name's Grant Cardone, the creative founder and the author of all the material I'm about to share with you here. This is going to make you a professional salesperson. If you're new to sales, hey, welcome. If you've been around sales for a while, I'm going to bring you to a whole new level right here. And if you're an experienced salesperson, I'll promise you I will show you levels of selling that you have yet to experience. I've been around sales for 35 years now. I've been an advocate and a student for those 35 years, and I'm always open-minded to learning new things. So if you're starting a business, if you're running a business from home, if you're just starting to expand your business, maybe you have a department or division, maybe you're a sales manager, maybe you're adding salespeople to your company and you're like, look, they don't know how to talk to people. They don't know how to greet people. They don't know how to qualify people. They don't know how to write a customer up. Everything that you'd want to know about starting a business, running a business, expanding a business, growing a business, making sales is here for you at Cardone You. It's affordable for everyone, regardless of where you live, how much money you make, you can afford this course. It is a fraction of what it will cost you to go back to college, and I promise you this, it's a hundred times better than any sales course you have ever taken anywhere at any time, any place. I promise you we're gonna be here to help you. I'm excited to grow with you. I'm excited to mentor you. I'm excited to work with you at Cardone You. Take advantage of this now. The best, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, go the ahead. best in New York when I was a kid, there was Siemens Suits. Mm-hmm. It was this Jewish guy sold suits, and his, his ad was always on TV. And his ad was, My best consumer, or no, an educated consumer is my best client. Right, right. Right? right. So, I totally for you, agree with so that. for you, you're the best at what you do. It's like educate them so when they come to you, they know you're giving yeah, them a good yeah. deal. Because when people come in naive with a check, they're still like, is this, grand, is this the right ROI and what's yeah, the yeah. real numbers and what's my return and what's yeah, my yeah. exit strategy? Teach them. Yeah, totally And then when agree. they come in and see that you're offering a better product than anybody else, right, they're right. an educated consumer, right. right? So, I mean, I think that would be your pitch. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm serving this because I want more educated consumers yeah. out there because then you'll shop with me. Yeah, you know, it, that's very interesting because it, it, we, when we started doing the, I called a lawyer up and said, look, I want to I wanna create a fund for my friends. Yeah. What, what do I need? What structure do I need for my brother, my mom, my sister? Oh, well, your mom, your mom can't invest with you. I mean, I said, well, what, what do you mean my mom can't? No, your mom, your sister, your brother can because he's qualified. Right, but right. your mom and your sister, you can't take their money. I right. said, that's just dumb. Why can't my mom? She, I mean, that's ridiculous, yeah, right? Yeah. So that's when I found out about the Reg D and yeah. the Reg A and all the stuff. And I said, okay, well, d- let's just create a Reg A. And she's like, you, no, you don't want to do that. It's very expensive and it takes forever. I said, well, what do you mean? She's like, Reg D costs you nothing. 15000 the reg A would cost you five hundred grand to a million dollars. And then I started doing some investigating. I'm like, why does Wall Street not want my sister, the yeah. 97%, yeah, yeah, yeah. to invest with me when I know these are good deals? Yeah. Right? I know what it takes to get a and deal. And they don't have access or an entry point into a deal like that without someone like you. Exactly. Right? So they're encouraged to buy a single family and a duplex. Yeah and a fourplex and end up with yeah. 600 homes yeah, yeah. separate if they ever get that. Yeah, They're yeah. never going to do that much work though. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think what it is, is Wall Street just want, they yeah. want all that to themselves. themselves. Of course They're like, they do. I don't want to compete with Dean and Grant. Yeah, exactly. You know, the little scrapping dudes start stealing yeah, exactly. shit from us. Okay, so let's get back yeah, to yeah, your yeah. story. Um, how do you make a decision to spend a million bucks a week, man? It's one step at a time, right? It's like, so what'd you start with? Uh, oh, I, five grand a week? Uh-huh. 
And then so I was, where are you on CNBC? Are you on yeah, CNN? Or CNN, on? CNBC, uh-huh. the, the the car channels, uh, Speed Channel. Back then it was Speed Channel. You know, if I got lucky, if I got if I got the five a.m. CNBC airing, man, it would crush. Uh-huh. There's five grand to buy it, but it'd bring back an ROI. You know, and the funny part is when I first started. And did I, you have money at this time? Did, yeah, did you have money? But I was but I was I was invested all of it into this. This uh-huh. and this is and you know you were been pouring there. back in everything. I mean, yeah, yeah. There was a time I moved to Phoenix because it was easier because there was more people in that space out in Phoenix that I found. And remember Don Lapree? Back in the day, I don't know he's not I, I know the name. He went out of business, and I went and hired some of his people. That's why I forgot him. Yeah, he went out of business. I, I went yeah. and hired some of his okay. key players, right? Uh-huh. So I'm commuting back and forth, and I'm running my infomercial marketing business in Phoenix. And I'd look at the account, and, go, and I'd, I'd hustle home. I'd go flip a house, do some cars, take 20 grand, come back, plop it in the account. Uh-huh. And I was funding the information business with the car and real estate business. And uh, then we finally got momentum, and then I just moved out there full time. But it was, it's, you know, it's one incremental step at a time. Yeah. You know, we were spending five grand a week, then 20 grand a week, then 40 grand a week, then 70, then 90. And then <clears throat> I, I was telling you this before when we were sitting down, but I had a, I had a great 10, $15 million a year infomercial business in the, in the education space. Still, still had, you know, real estate going nonstop. And then I, I watched, uh, I won't tell the whole story because it's too long, but I watched Larry King interview Joel Osteen with that sit down Larry uh-huh. King set and the, yeah, the yeah. microphone. Man, he just asked him a really tough question. It was so compelling. I'm like, man, I want Joel's book right now. I don't want to go to the bookstore. And, mm-hmm. and, and especially back then, it was like, you know, I don't want to drive to a bookstore or wait four weeks to get it mailed. So I'm like, if, if Larry King would have offered that book right now, I would have bought it. So I, I bought the Larry King microphone. It was like five grand. I built a set. I hired a guy to sit down, do a real interview like this. And the mm-hmm. guy came. He was a professional where host. you could Where you could deliver a book. Direct to the consumer. Yeah, so you I saw said. the problem. You, you the observed problem. the problem. And no one had done a book direct to consumer. Mm-hmm. So I had him sit down with me and we, we did an interview. It was 2007 when the market just tanked. Obama put $600 trillion into the market and nothing yeah. seemed to be changing. And every third house was a foreclosure. I said, listen, so I said to the guy interviewing me, I said, no teleprompters, no script. It's the worst real estate market in history. Mm-hmm. I'm an infomercial guy. Just try to prove me wrong. Let's just have a real conversation about your doubts about real estate. And we just lit it up. I mean, it wasn't perfect, Graham. Like, there was yeah, times yeah, when yeah. I stuttered and I didn't know yeah, when it got yeah. to the call to action for the book. So, so how long was this pitch? You, you guys, 30 minutes. 30 no, minutes. no, but did you work it out for a couple hours and then no, take no, the best 30 no, we minutes? Filmed, we filmed 31 minutes. Wow. There wasn't a, there was no well, you're space. You're like change. Jay-Z, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> one take Z. So, and right? the funny part is when it got to the call to action, I was like, I'm sitting and I go, you know what? There's no, fa- I looked in the camera like, there's no fancy call to action. There's uh-huh. no announcer that's going to tell you, but wait, you get more. I got a book to show you how to not survive, but thrive on the way down. And I've been doing this for 15, 20 years in real estate. Everything I know is in here. Don't be scared of this economy crusher. If you want, just call the number at the bottom of the screen, get this book. It's 19 bucks. You can go to bookstores or you can get it here. I said, I can send you this with a bunch of bonuses because you're buying direct for me. That's transfer. That's all I did. And then I went back to the interview. And uh, I sent it to my media buyer, the show. He's like, Dean, great interview, but it'll never work. You have no testimonials. Uh-huh. You don't have a voiceover. You forgot to say money back guarantee. Uh-huh. He's like, we'll run it. I'm only going to spend three grand on it. I said, spend 10 on it. Mm-hmm. And this is the time. And this was another time. I didn't have a gazillion bucks. Right. Like, we're well, and there's a lot of uncertainty in yeah. the marketplace. He calls me back. He goes, hey, man, you standing up? I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking standing up. <laughs> what? He's like, it's the best show we've run in 22 years. It's doing a four to one. Every dollar I'd spend, it'd bring back four on the front. And I was wow, used to wow. losing money on the front, but I sold good products, so people just keep buying my stuff for three years, uh-huh. right? So I was looking at ROIs that were six months down the road before I was profitable, and then- And you were profitable profit. that week. I was profitable that week. Wow. And, and within, within, I don't know, within as fast as I could ramp up, 
within nine weeks we were selling eight thousand books a week you know at a million a week in sales just wow. it was like you know this hold is what on. 2007 2007 to 2000 yeah 2007 it just and now the well, market's why, why, why do you, yeah why do you think why, why do you think the market responded to that at that time because in hindsight you know especially marketing to on infomercials mm-hmm. you're not marketing to a niche today people who market you guys have it so freaking easy you go to facebook you can say i want pregnant moms who like peanut butter and jelly who make 80 grand a year yeah, yeah, back yeah, then yeah. i'm just yeah. casting a big net yeah, i'm hoping yeah. someone walks by the tv and likes dean Grazi. yeah yeah doesn't that, think i'm too italian or something that's still you know what, what I, mean? I do these guys try to talk to me about all the yeah you just I'm like hey dude just i just talk to everybody just turn cast the mind. big net dude. yeah cast the big net these guys in here doing algorithms and studies and i'm like you guys don't just know what you're doing by the way you know I saw what you drove up in. So, you know, they, they don't know. I, yeah, yeah. I think some of that's bullshit. Do yeah, you? I do too. I do too. Uh-huh. I mean, listen, it's nice to go after niche markets if that's what you want to do. But I was, I was casting a big net. I'm going after the whole freaking country. Yeah, yeah. So what I think, Grant, and I think this is something you do intuitively, and I, I did. I just, I've been obsessing. I started a 100K, 100K a year mastermind. I started it two years ago. Um, and I'll digress here. But, but man, when you, when you charge somebody 100 grand to see you twice a year, Right, you got to really extract what it is you do. We sold out literally in four days. Uh-huh. We started with 25 people, put 25 people in four days, closed it up. But it's helped me really look back over my life, say what made me successful on infomercials, what made me yeah. successful yeah. in marketing. Yeah, what, you mean you're when intuitive. you're delivering to them? Yeah, when you're yeah. delivering. I mean, you're into, you're you're we're we're uh, unconscious competence. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, we just yeah, know yeah. how to do it. So yeah. so I've been digging into it, and when I look back on that that infomercial, um, we cast such a big net. Is I was feeling the emotion of the country. The market mm-hmm, just crashed. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, people, are, mm-hmm. when the market's crashing, people don't give a shit about the boats and the cars. They want to freaking make sure they're not yeah. like their neighbor in foreclosure. Yeah, yeah. So my, my presentation while we were going down is like, listen, this is a scary time. Mm-hmm. Don't really, you can't rely on anybody. It's the government, right. that's 600 million is not going to end up in your bank account. Right, right. Let's right. help you understand. And all I taught was wholesaling on the way down. No fix and flip, no buy and hold. I said, mm-hmm. buy and hold, you buy now, it'll be down here by the time you buy and be screwed. Mm-hmm. Fix and flip, you're losing money on the way down. Wholesaling, just lock up good deals and hand them off to cash buyers at a discount. So, so explain what wholesaling rip. is so everybody understands. So what we taught the whole way down was better marketing to find deals. So wherever the market is, if you figure if the market's crashing, but you still can buy 30% below the market because you're not looking at the MLS. We're doing unique marketing, direct mail pieces. We're doing all these ways to find cash-owned buyers, cash-owned houses where the people are desperate to sell. People who are scared as the market So, so is that where the ad, the, the, the poster I see on the telephone Post yes. or it says, "Hey, we buy ugly houses." That's 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 I teach that. They're okay. ugly bandit signs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And what happens is you get people that are in foreclosure, don't want to tell anybody, or they got left a house, or they own it for cash, and wholesaling is just locking up a house and handing it off to a landlord or handing it off to somebody. Who so my buys. job is to find it. Johnny wants to sell his house. Yeah. He's in trouble. Yep. And then I'm going to go market the contract that I have. Exactly. So, so I don't actually own the house. Don't. You lock it up on contract I'm, I'm and a, I put it, Dean Graziosi, Endor Assignee. Endor Assignee. I come to you and say, Grant, you're used to spending 100 grand for these houses. I got one for 95. You yeah, that it. doesn't work in my space. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, I, no, can't, I can't go to Fidelity and say, hey. But you see why the momentum happened is because I, no, no, I'm I the real it. estate yeah. guy and I said, don't do real estate right now. We don't know when it's going to stop, but wholesale. Uh-huh. And here's how you uh-huh. find landlords. Here's how you find cash buyers. Here's uh-huh. how you find funds that are used to buying on the way down, and you can supply them properties. Well, the and we crushed thing, it. We yeah, crushed it. The other it. thing that, you know, when people were sucking in and backing up and retreating in 2008, you were figuring out a way to be creative. Exactly. And the and cool part, it. all my competitors were gone. There was yeah. Carlton Sheets. There's yeah. all these guys talking about no money down. I'm like, no money down is de- There's no bank going to give you money. Dude, dude. There's the, it's, it's done. 100% financing. 
I mean, you had to put 100% down to get a deal. Yeah, exactly. I had a bank. I had, I had, I had 50 million with a bank in San Diego, San Diego National Bank. And I had four deals. And they called me up and said, hey, uh, you know, we're a little worried about it. I said, well, you, you're not worried about me? I pay every month. What are you really worried about? I knew something was yeah, wrong. Yeah. It was 2007, April. And I said, what's, what's really wrong? Because I'm not the problem. Yeah. And uh, I hung up the phone. And I'm like, man, they might be in trouble. Yeah. And sure enough, man, six months later, they were taken over. I don't know if you know yeah, what yeah, happened yeah. with the with All the, the banks. But, but what happened was this guy, the guy that owned that bank, wanted to infuse the bank with 200 million. The government wouldn't let him. Instead, the government gave another bank in Minnesota $550 million, U.S. taxpayer money, wow. to take over that guy's bank. That guy, that guy was willing to fund it. So as soon as the new bank came yeah. in, they're like, hey, we need you to pay up. And I said, well, yeah, that's yeah, not going to happen that's not gonna today. Happen today. Right? Yeah. I mean, I don't have a check for $50 million right yeah. here. And they're like, yeah, you're in technical default. Your net worth's changed. I said, I've made every payment on time, uh, I've never been late. Yeah, but your net worth changed. I said, dude, the whole world's net worth changed. changed. Like, that's ridiculous. But I learned that really, the banks, those big powerhouses, man, they have little things in the contract. You could never read this much. Yeah. To say, hey, we could take this thing over anytime we want to. So I didn't, I didn't lose yeah. it. And, and uh, I basically started escrowing the, the payments. To, I, I, I cut them off from payments. Yeah. I started escrowing. Smart, I said, when, smart you got, when you guys get when your you get shit, shit together, straight. exactly, yeah. when you quit trying to freaking bully me around, then I'll start I'll paying you again. Paying you. So. Yeah, so that's the time where it was. So on that way yeah. down, I start teaching wholesaling and I built in an insecure economy, I gave them security. Yeah. And, and then when the economy changed, like, my, again, casting this big net is the feeling is all of a sudden now we got to the bottom. It was kind of flat uh -huh. and people were kind of complacent. Like, I'm just glad that I'm okay. Right, and I was right. like, now my message went from stop being freaking okay. Really? Did you choose life to live an okay, even a good yeah, life? Yeah. You want your friends to say, how's your relationship? That's ah, good. How's your income? That's ah, good. Yeah, yeah. Good for lack yeah, of a better yeah, word. Yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah. now I was kicking people like, hey, you got through the shit storm. Yeah. Now it's time to freaking hustle. This is right, where money's right. made. So that was the new message. But now, you know, now we have momentum. Now the message is, all right, you got through that. Now we're here. Let's get to this next level. Let's get yeah, the house. Yeah, yeah. And that's boat, what you're talking car. about today. Today yes. you're aspirational. I, yeah, you're aspirational. I, I, yeah. I wondered. And I told you in my office, why is this dude changing over to this aspiration message? Yeah. You want to talk about that? Yeah, sure. I, uh, I you know, it's something, especially because. How old are you? 50, okay. 50 this All year, right. I'm Maybe right that's now. why. Yeah, it could be. It's probably, it's yeah. probably just, a, just a thing. I it's, swore that I would not have something, you know, important to say. I used to tell my mom this. I said, I'm not going to have anything important to say until I'm 50 years old. Yeah, I get so, No, it's true. So. It's true, and you don't realize it until you're there. Yeah, if yeah, you told yeah. my 35-year-old yeah. self that, I'd say, piss off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? so, so what's the aspiration of that? Uh, you know, why, why that? Why are you shifting to that? You know, the, the main thing is, I love supplying, and I still sell, we're still probably one of the top real estate trainers on the planet, but it's, you gotta go upstream. Like, for me, I wrote Millionaire Success Habits because I realized you could give somebody a, a business on how to sell $20 bills for 10 bucks, and mm -hmm. they'd still screw it up, mm -hmm. right? They'd get in yeah, their own yeah, way, yeah, they'd stumble yeah. over their own feet, their friends would say, oh, that can't be real, oh, right. that guy's a scam that you saw him on Instagram, he's a scam, you yeah, know, all yeah. that shit, they let it go, and then they go back to a life they freaking hate. I don't, yeah, I yeah. never get it. So. My obsession on the last couple of years especially is how do I go upstream? I kind of looked at all the things that I luckily got over and how I got there. And there was a study of a lot of great people around me. And I just wanted to give people the rules for success so then you can plug in anything. Yeah, so yeah. kind of going upstream a little and then having the ability to also give people real estate to maybe work with great people like you and say, listen, I got this tribe, which this tribe is growing massively because we're not... We really just started on Instagram mm -hmm. in the last literally four or five months. Uh -huh. But we still see... 
10,000, 20, 20,000 people a month in live events through my infomercial. So we have this massive wave. It just now we're transitioning. So we got this great group of people wanting the next level, and I want to guide them in the right space. So mm -hmm. that's, I just figured success was a bigger pond to fish in. What, what do you, how do you see you, you know, what's your play out? I mean, how, how do you play out your life? For the next 25? Say? Yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah. I mean, what, what are you looking to do? You know, you're selling the houses. Yep, selling the houses. Okay. Probably gonna do, I'm going to do multifamily, so we will be chatting uh -huh. after this. Okay. So yeah. okay. I've been looking. I got four that my team's kind of looking at right now. I just, How big? I just How big are the deals? Uh, one's hundred is the smallest, and one's 270, 270 yeah. doors. Okay. Um, but that's a new world to me. I, 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 I'll help you as much yeah, yeah. as much help as you want. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I love the space. It doesn't even matter whether I'm in the deal. Yeah. I love those deals. So yeah, they're, you they're know, great you know, deals, a guy yeah. that loves deals. He, he, I started a company called uh, Growth.com, which is growing really fast. It's high performance training. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's growing really great. I mean, it's it's a tough space when you teach people to be a high performer. People yeah. know dimes and dollars. Like, hey, if I give you ten grand for coaching and I do one deal, I'm good. Right, I give you right. ten grand for coaching and I'm gonna feel better. I'm gonna be more excited. That's yeah, a different yeah, pitch. You know yeah, that you're yeah, in sales. Totally, totally, so, totally. but we perfected that sale and and that company. You know, we'll, we're only a couple of years in. We'll break twenty million a year in that company this year. Wow, wow. And uh, that's growing really strong. And that's a company that doesn't need Dean Graziosi. It's growth. Uh -huh. And that's what that's kind of what we're doing now. I got another company that on the, my mastermind company is doing great. We got two high level masterminds that are both sold out. Um, but I'm enjoying making an impact, yeah. like I, more than ever, because it's like knowledge turns into wisdom. I think at this age, yeah, yeah, and you just yeah, want to like, yeah, come on, yeah, man, this is it's yeah, so easy. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want to oversimplify, but making money literally is the easiest part of my life, and uh -huh. and you know you can help people with that because when you get money out of the way, you start being a better version of you. Yeah, I'm a so. better dad because my dad had to worry about money. I don't. I get yeah. to coach little league and softball and do all those things. I couldn't have done it. Yeah, if the money wasn't there. You yeah. Know? How important is sales to the to to a person's Everything. success? It's the oxygen. Uh -huh. Every company that thinks sales, th everybody that thinks field of dreams is a reality that they build it, it'll come. Yeah. They end up on the freaking skids. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Sales is everything. It's not sound. sales and marketing. Without it, you have nothing. You know, you know what people do is there's the outliers. It's somebody who creates a book or creates a product and sells a million without doing anything. Yeah, yeah. And that's one out of a hundred million people. That's the that's the fugazi if you're Italian. That's the fake. Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, real. Yeah, yeah. Companies that make it, just like you sell and you push, and the companies that really make it are the ones that love what they do. I know you love what you do, so selling's easy because you yeah. know you're screwing people if you don't get them to say yes. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. not what totally, are they going to totally. do? They're going to go to someone else and get an inferior product or do nothing. Yeah. Right. So I lean into every 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 presentation I do. I talk about. If you're afraid of sales, let's get over that right now. Let's get through that right now because yeah. you're screwing yourself. How important is money to the equation? You brought it up a number of times. I saw, I saw you pull away from it once. Yeah. But but just talk about like how important is it, and then what's the number? Like the number, like to have. Like like, is there a target? Like in everything else, I had a guy tell me we were doing an event, and he, he's like, you know, I don't have a target on money. I'm like, he's in he's in the body business. I said, well. You gonna train me like that? Like, like I'm gonna come into your gym. You gonna are you gonna have a target on my biceps, my little tiny biceps? <laughs> exactly. You know? And he's like, oh well, yeah. I said, well then, do I, why wouldn't you have one on money? What's the target? Yeah. What what should people have in America to yeah. live? To live comfortably? To not I mean, have to work? Or I, I don't. How, how many different ways can you measure? Yeah, I don't know. A couple hundred grand a year. I don't yeah. know. I, I you know I don't know about you. There's a certain number where money, like your, my lifestyle, hasn't changed in probably 12 or 13 years. Uh -huh. No matter if I made this or this, it's been kind of the same. But there's that, I would say the definition of that is 
when money is no longer a problem. Like the biggest, I have to say the biggest change when everybody says, what was the difference? You met all these great people. You, you've been on TV, fly around in your jet. Like you do all this stuff. Yeah. For me, it was like when I never thought about money again. Like when it was never an issue, retire my mom, uh -huh. buy her a new house, move her, no problem. My mom's doesn't like move it, dude. Like when it was when you never said, well, let's let's look at the account. Maybe we could budget yeah. that in. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, when that yeah. was gone, and I have to tell you, we all have our own shit from childhood. Yeah. When money was completely out of the way, is the time I really dug in. It, for it, me, we're able to work on yourself. Yeah, like you know, uh -huh. like from from whatever your your choices, but we all got stuff that we tuck down and it's in there. And yeah, then it's yeah. like now I get the chance to work on me, read yeah. the right books, meet the right people. And it's like, you know, 20% yeah. of my time is being a better version of me, yeah. which you never do You think do you're a better guy time. with money than you are without it? Hands down, not even Without a, a doubt, everybody's not like, even a, like money, listen, money's gonna make you bad, dude. Money, money is gonna give you a chance to be money a decent gets, human being. Exactly, money allows you to expose the real you. And sometimes the real you might be shitty because you've been avoiding stuff for so many yeah. years. You could work on it. Dan Sullivan owns Strategic Coach. I've been going to him for like 10 years. Good dude. Trains entrepreneurs. Yeah, yeah. I'm in his, his uh, yearly thing. I know. He, he's, a, he's a copyright guy, right? Uh, no, no. No. Dan Sullivan is more like the entrepreneur whisperer. Okay. He just okay. trains entrepreneurs on how to create systems and go faster. He's awesome. I've been in it for 10 years. It's like 50 grand a year to be a part of it. And he's, he's a freaking badass. And, and he said it best. He said, people who say, uh, you know, money's evil, they haven't made enough or haven't given enough away. Yeah. And he said, but secondly... If you can cut, and remember, you should write this down, because I, I live by this. If you could cut a check for the problem, you don't have a problem. That's right. You worry about your parents because yeah, they don't have enough money? You can go cut them a check, yeah. parents are done. You worried about yeah. your kids someday when you're not here? You cut a yeah. check, that worry goes off. Yeah. You worried about retirement? Put a million bucks away or whatever the number is, you're yeah. done. Yeah. Yeah. Like, those worries go away. Yeah. Like, and you're probably saying, well, I'll go to a fundraiser for the kids playing baseball. And they're like, how are we going to raise it? We're going to do things. I'm like, I'll just cut a check. Can we just get the kids the uniforms? And let's get, well, I'll yeah. pay for the field to get done. Yeah. Like the problem's done. It's I mean, hot out here, talk man. About it. It's hot. You were just I wanna, trying to solve the heat I want to go I want to hang out with my kids. I don't yeah. want to talk about this shit. And yeah, I don't yeah, say that yeah. to be like a louva. It just, it's, it yeah. is what it is. Money yeah. solves problems. Yeah. And, and you get to, I think, you know. So what's the number? For me, or for yeah, what, what, what's the jet? First of all, what jet do you own? Oh no, I had a Hawker four hundred. Okay, I don't have what right. you have. I love okay. that jet though. Okay, yeah, I gotta put that on the list. I think I got, I got a new. Uh, you, I, you said I inspired yeah. you. I, you got me inspired. Yeah, no, I saw a, when you were talking. About I don't, I don't get it till I, I don't get it till uh, um, August. Yeah, and you took a global to. Uh, yeah, Europe? that's my brother's plane. I took. He, he's he's chartering that, so I uh, used nice it to plane. go. Over yeah, there. I was on. T Tony's got a global. Yeah, I don't love that plane personally, but but. Anyway, I, 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 like, I like these 26-inch windows. Yeah. <laughs> I like those big freaking yeah, Gulfstream windows. So, I mean, that, that was, for me, like where I grew up, the idea, I, the only, the first time I was in a jet was a jet I bought. Really? I had never flown private, yeah. ever. I didn't net jet, charter, nothing, okay? Johnny's been in the jet. He, he's like, he's been in my jet more than he's been on a commercial airline. That's awesome. So that was fun watching yeah, yeah, yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh God, I, he saw the mountains in California for the first time, you know? So it's really, it's a, as you know, you know, it's great. Well, and I have to be honest with you, though. Yeah. Like, even me, I was only on like two jets before I got mine. Yeah. And the way you see through Johnny's eyes, right? It's Johnny, right? Yes. Yeah. I was like that every time I got on my plane. Like, yeah. And it's not a monster plane, it's a little yeah, seven yeah, seater, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I could fly yeah. from. West to East Coast without stopping. Yeah, the way yeah. back, I'd have to get gas halfway, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, if I catch a good wind. Um, but every time I got on it, I have to be honest. Like I'd pull in, I'm like, oh my god, this is this is mine. My, dude, dude so happiest gonna, moment in my yeah, entire I'm life. Like, when are they going to figure out I'm not that smart? Like, yeah, no, the happiest moment in my entire life, including my marriage, including <laughs> I mean, I know I'm going to get heat for this. <laughs> Having the kids was freaking unbelievable. Okay, but that first flight that I took on my plane was. 
the freaking single happiest moment of my life. Yeah. I was like, God damn, I can't believe I did this. And I get to bring the kids. And I get to bring yeah. my wife. And, you know. So. And then you start seeing the freedom of that and the time savings. Yeah, and, you yeah, know, and, yeah. And, and Jet's a whole other level. But I just think, I think money is when you don't worry about it anymore and when you yeah. make it because, I mean, I'm sure the same with you. Listen, there's a number for everybody. But I love the next accomplishment. I love tackling oh, the t- shit that t- no one thinks you t- can do, t- t- right? T- That's, I mean, because when you were young, you were crazy. My whole family thought I was nuts. I was insane. I was, you know, and, and then I remember when you I try something. Yeah, when I try something yeah, new and yeah, fail, yeah. your friend's like, I knew it wasn't going to work. And yeah, then if you yeah. tried something that worked, like lucky bastard. Dude, dude yeah. <laughs> lucky bastard. Like, yeah, it was either yeah. lucky bastard or idiot. It was yeah, nothing yeah, yeah, in between. Yeah, right, right. Now right. everybody's like, hey, Dean, how do I, you know, yeah. it's like. I always knew you were going to make it. I always knew, exactly. Yeah. I had your back, bro. Okay, this is good, man. This is good. <laughs> Look, you guys got to get yourself in a position and should be on your bucket list to come sit in this chair. Absolutely. That means you got to do something. Absolutely. You got to take some risk. This guy used the word momentum. I bet you used it nine times. Okay, what do, yeah. what do you mean as we close out? What do you mean by momentum? Momentum is you got to start. You got to jump in. You got to not be afraid of failure, not listen to other people. Because once, even if you fail five times, it's like playing golf and you have five shitty holes and all of a sudden you birdie one. It's the momentum to keep wanting to play. It's the same in life. Like yeah, you need yeah. to fail and fail forward and keep going. Because when you see that little glimpse or the one deal or the sales go better because you listen to this guy mm-hmm. or you're, you're, you invest in a multi-unit, all of a sudden you get that first check or you close twice as many deals, that's momentum. And the thing is just don't get... Don't get complacent with that momentum. Like momentum breeds. You got to get more, man. Because momentum, momentum is like a mama. Right. She and, needs but you attention. know what the second thing is, though, is people listen to people who are confident. Momentum yeah, yeah. causes you to have internal confidence that you can't put a number on. Yeah, yeah. You know, when's the last time you made a good decision? Insecure. Get momentum. Get confidence, and yeah, freaking go after. Awesome. It. Appreciate, appreciate you coming. Oh, good appreciate being you here. sharing. Follow this dude. I'm sure he's got another book coming out. Yeah. Okay. Look for him on TV. Look for him on Instagram. Okay. And uh, we're going to have more people like this guy in the chair. I want it to be you, though, okay? I'm putting it on your bucket list since you didn't put it on your own. I want you to be on Power Players. I want you to come here and tell people what you did that worked, what you did that didn't work, and how you can be a great example for other people. Thanks for watching today. If you don't have more money coming in, whether it's an individual or a business, you cannot save more money and you will never have money to invest. I want to help you in this webinar, show you how to increase your income, how to find customers that will pay you more money. I want to invite you to come to my How to Increase Your Income webinar. This is the most important thing I've done in my entire career. Who does the best webinars in the world? Grant Cardone does, and everybody knows it. $10 million to put on this event, somewhere around $10 million, probably over that, I just don't want to admit it. No one fills up a stadium with 35,000 people for personal development. They're not only coming back, it's growing. So to be here and to be able to listen to several, you're going to get so much information. And I think what Grant Cardone has done, maybe better than any person in the world, is he has empowered people. He's 10x them. The fact that Grant is around all these people, I know he's doing something right. 
just came from Poland, from Romania. Coming all the way from Israel. I'm from Italy. We are very excited to see Grant Cardone. I've been following Grant for about six months, and it's been the craziest six months of my life. Ever since I started following Grant, my money's doubled. We've had 300% growth in our business. In one year, we've increased our sales by $250,000. A few years ago, I was in a car accident. I hit a tree at 120 miles an hour. Uh, I woke up not knowing 10 years of my life, uh, so I was lost. I went from just being a leasing consultant with a $25,000 income, now I'm making six figures, and it wouldn't have been possible without Grant Cardone. Something's really wrong with Grant. He's so crazy, man, but his craziness is so compelling. I'm attracted to crazy people because in order to be successful, it's got to be something wrong with you. It's possible to live your dream if you work hard, if you're consistent, if you follow the Cardones. But you can no longer afford to play small to think small or to act small. So you guys could leave here and say, I just went to the best conference I've ever been to.